0: beginning the first verse. Glory, Glory to, you. to you, They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerizim. And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately a man out of the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could restrain him anymore even with a chain. For he had often been restrained with shackles and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart, and the shackles he broke in pieces. And no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always howling and bruising himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him, and he shouted at the top of his voice, What love you, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion for we are many. He begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now there on the hillside, a great herd of swine was feeding. And the unclean spirits begged him, Send us into the swine and let us enter them. So he gave them permission. And the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine and the herd. Numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea. The swiners ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed and in his right mind. The very man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine reported it. then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus refused and said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you what mercy he has shown you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed. Here ends the Gospel. Grace, Grace to you, O Christ. You may be seated.
1: Grace and peace to you from God our Father in heaven and the Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, last week we heard the parable of the sower and how some who heard it puzzled over its meaning and tried to figure it out. And this week we hear of supernatural forces and demonic possession and of Jesus' power over unclean spirits. What do we do with this story? Well, I'm not a fan of horror movies. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was about as far as I went, that one. Uh, Being afraid, I guess, is not a feeling that I seek out. I think life can be scary enough. Uh, I know some of you are big fans of horror movies and go to conventions and all that good stuff. Uh, But yeah, life can be scary. I mean, I've been uh, in a city alone where I didn't know anyone. I've been far away from family, angry, depressed, and afraid. Uh, for me it was after the end of uh, the unexpected end of a relationship i was living in la where the only people i knew were a few coworkers and i found myself feeling like a failure suffering not only a broken heart but a loss of identity and wondering what i could have done differently and i was like walking in a fog unable to focus to find joy in my life and to move forward And it was through prayer and conversation with friends and family that eventually I was able to find forgiveness and purpose and move forward. There were ones who were there for me. And if not for that community of people and one special dog that came to my side just at the right time. They do that, don't they? I don't know where I would be. It was the beginning of a new journey for me from fear to faith i'd been away from church for a long time i hadn't been involved in a church for 20 years but the seed of faith was planted long before that i knew that i was loved by god someone told me that someplace somewhere and it sunk in i had learned that my failures could not separate me from god's grace and love And in that time of need, I cried out to God. I cried out in my car, in my apartment, on my bed, and in my heart. I was overwhelmed and afraid. And Jesus was there. Maybe you've been there. No doubt we all know some who are in pain, who are addicted or otherwise struggling, are often discarded by their families and communities we could think of our neighbors who've been forced to sleep outdoors and know they can quickly deteriorate into mental illness try going one week without good sleep human beings might be haunted by the pain of the past or overrun with bounce of anxiety or depression or hatred and our minds can be thrown into turmoil by chemical imbalance or traumatic injury but demons Sometimes that's hard for us to wrap our minds around, isn't it? I mean, maybe we find this easier to understand with rational understanding, right? It's not unfair to interpret this event in our gospel as another kind of a healing story. This time with Jesus delivering the man from mental illness. If you or someone you know has lived with mental illness in some way, you know the burden it can be. Like any other illness, it can happen to anyone. It's not brought on by the one experiencing the symptoms. And here in the story, the man's not to blame for the way he's suffering. There in the towns east of the Sea of Galilee, Jesus goes out among the nations. They're not in Israel anymore. The Gadarenes, or Gerasenes, were people descended from Canaanites. They were under Roman rule. They were not Jewish. Why did Jesus go across the sea to that area? Was he seeking out this man? Had he heard a prayer? We don't know. But Jesus goes and gives him what is needed most. We feel sorry for the pigs in this story, don't we? Yeah, Poor animals. Well, pigs, of course, we know were considered unclean by, uh, by the faithful Jewish community. There was no prohibition for other people to raise pigs and to eat them. To be around the tombs or around dead bodies would also cause someone to be considered ritually unclean. And this man who was living out there would certainly be considered off-limits by, pe- by the Jewish people. It doesn't stop Jesus from going there, along with the disciples. And it sounds like something out of a horror movie. This guy who had been excommunicated... He's uncontrollable. He was a threat to others and to himself. He was cast out. And no sooner than reaching the shore, this man approaches Jesus, immediately runs to him. And we hear that he's busted loose from the shackles that the people tried to place on him. He's extraordinarily strong. He's hurting himself. And Jesus calls out the unclean spirits they respond they know jesus calling him by the title son of the most high god and jesus says what is your name and the response comes my name is legion for we are many yikes (laughs) you you might have nightmares about that okay there seem to be not just one demon but many And Legion is indeed the name of a unit of Roman soldiers, numbering up to 6,000. This is important. Jesus casts the multitude of spirits into the nearby swine. There's 2,000 pigs, so I guess they were doubling, tripling up in there. And they run into the sea, that place of chaos and destruction and unknown. What monster was it that possessed this man? We want to know what's going on. We can imagine the place that he lived, being overrun with Romans, there were soldiers all around. And some in the town, some of those people who worked with the occupiers made out just fine. They were tax collectors, prostitutes, others who profited. There were those who were complicit in the subjugation of people under the power of the empire. Others didn't fare so well. Bible scholar N.T. Wright says Rome was the monster of all monsters. Rome was unclean. Rome was a nation of pigs, his words. The best place for Rome was back into the sea. This image of, of swine, the swine herds running over the cliff into the waters also reminds us of another story in the Old Testament. The armies of Pharaoh, overwhelmed by the waters of the sea, And the people delivered during the exodus from Egypt. Mark is proclaiming good news here. Jesus has real power, not only over the powers of evil in the world, but over the earthly powers that would inflict fear and suffering on people. Jesus has the real power. So I'm wondering this week, what possesses our bodies and minds? What fears and anxieties force us from life-giving relationships? What pain and illness causes us to turn from the abundant life and hope and healing we have in Jesus? What divisions are tearing us apart right now? Jesus shows up and is the source of grace and life that heals. And Jesus heals us. Jesus is the one who brings new life for those who have nowhere else to turn, who calls each one of us into relationship with our neighbors who need us, who gives us strength to move forward boldly, proclaiming the way of peace and love in a world that doesn't want to hear that. This is what the Lord has done for us. And there among the tombs... With the pigs and the demons running all over the place in the midst of empire, Jesus doesn't become unclean. Just like this healing story of the leper and every other healing story, Jesus is the very presence of God in the places most would fear to go. Jesus makes him clean, Jesus brings healing. Jesus reunites the man with community and gives him a story to share go and tell what the lord has done you can be certain he did what has the lord done for him jesus has driven out the spirits that tormented the man he's healed he's allowed to go back into the community and to be in relationship to participate in the life of the town he's able to sit and be calm drink a cup of tea be on his best behavior he can heal from his wounds. Jesus has enabled him to live among the people again, to share good news, to live out his calling, to be free. Case closed, right? Well, the people of the town, they see the man. They're not rejoicing for him. They are afraid. What are they afraid of? You don't hear that they praise God. They didn't seem to find faith at all they were afraid they want Jesus to leave is it that they'd rather hold on to the status quo keep things as they are not upset the balance are they mad that Jesus disposed of a legion of pigs which must have been an important part of their economy maybe they're not converted they're not on Jesus' side now they're not healed they want him to go The one who is healed tries to hold on to jesus take me with you follow him and the disciples into the boat but jesus says no well we expect jesus to say come yes all you are burdened and weary come with me no he says go he sends the man he is now sent back into the world and those who are afraid the ones who are out there that still need to know this story they need him to go and tell it To know there is one who cannot be made unclean by the evil in the world, but masters it. That's for you to hear, too. Faith is greater than fear. Because we will face struggles this new year. We will grieve. We will be called to share a story of healing and peace and hope and trust in a time When our nation will be focused on an election, embroiled in a trade war, an immigration crisis, multiple military interventions, economic ups and downs, and the everyday struggles we all face. We will be ones sent to share a story of healing and hope. We will be ones who share Jesus. We will be a place of safety and refuge. For neighbors in need of shelter and food and healing themselves. Yeah, life can be scary. Too many people are possessed by pain and addiction, are estranged, afflicted, and thrown away by their communities. Jesus stands with those who are cast out. We can become divided as a nation and a community, and faith brings us together to make a difference. We can become divided in ourselves when we become obsessed with our desires by trying to please others by wanting to own everything to be right all the time or be perfect at the cross jesus takes all that from us for us and our fears can overwhelm us and cause us to hurt our own bodies and minds but we have a savior who's not afraid to step into those places And bring new life. Jesus comes to all those who are sick, who are in need, who are grieving, alone, and abandoned. And everywhere the world draws a line to keep people out, Jesus is there standing on the other side. Rather than a spirit of fear, we know that we have been given a spirit of faith to trust the one who can drive out demons, who can heal us who can do what we cannot do for ourselves. And then we are sent to go and tell what the Lord has done in our lives. Jesus drives out fear and leads us to faith, brings us together, and makes us new. Amen.